You are now listening to the second podcast with Who? Craig Jones. Who? Craig Jones. <laughs> And um, uh, having that guy around is the best thing that ever happened for the squad. We're back. El Segundo episode whatever. Uh, it's been a while. It has been a while. It's been probably two weeks. We're back fresh off another Tezos, who's number one. And for, I think, probably three years running, none of the fans or the athletes know what Tezos is. <laughs> That's what kind of an incredible sponsor that is. None of us know what it is. They've given me Tezos bonuses. I don't know what Tezos is. What do you do with the coins? I don't even know. They give out, like, uh, I guess uh, a Tezos physical coin yeah. has the same value as a cryptocurrency, you know? It has the same utility, probably. So the coin's like $5 or some shit? Yeah, what's the bonus? Hey, I felt bad. It was the main event. Merigali gets the submission of the night bonus, which was $1,000. That might go pretty far in uh, Brazil. <laughs> doesn't go... <laughs> too far in austin sadly but that, i mean obviously i'm disappointed mr authenticity won tonight but i think if we do jujitsu math i'm better than marigali marigali's better than kainan now that puts me at the top of the heap and now i never have to actually get a win against kainan i am sad about the match because i mean you never know what kainan's going to show up and i think you saw some bad decision making in this match we saw the takedown we got excited Then we saw him sit back for a leg lock and we all started to get kind of concerned there. I know he's been training with the Polish man, Matus Sashinsky, but I mean, I don't know if he has that type of flow. He definitely has that power. But as soon as he went for that, I was like, what are you doing? You know, you're missing Achilles lock, man. That gasses you, gasses you out. And then what was interesting, we saw Marigali did what he was doing against me in my match, just picking up a single leg and letting it go. Like, his single leg threat, well, it's not that powerful, you know? Like, uh, and that gas kind of out, so which is, which is pretty interesting because I don't think a lot happened and kind of was pretty exhausted. So it's like he's, he's so hit or miss in these matches. I mean, not to discredit Marigali, the finish, finishing sequence is awesome. But basically, at the point at which he almost got the back, it kind of looked like Kainan gave up. He tapped to the arm triangle very quickly so i feel like at that point it was mentally mentally broken a bit there but yeah i mean it was interesting match hats off to marigali i was hoping he would call me out like philippe penner would but he didn't he just said he was the number two grappler in the world uh that's that's why he could be number two because i still claim number one status for the for the, <laughs> for the philippe penner uh victory yeah but all, all around obviously not a great night for b team But most of the guys really are, I mean, most of the matches on the card all round were kind of mismatches. You know what I mean? The main event was not a mismatch. The main event, uh, although Kainan has the accomplishment and experience in Nogi, Merigali's already shown how good he is by getting silver ADCC absolute. So that was really on paper a very, very interesting match. We look at the co-main, Fion versus Jasmine. Jasmine really doesn't have any accomplishments to speak of. I would imagine her best, her biggest victory was the press conference so far. <laughs> yeah. Not to discredit her, but I mean, if you compare her accomplishments to Fion's, yeah, that was a mismatch. Unfortunately, Fion didn't get the finish in that, but she did dominate it start to finish. That's all I can really say about that match. We keep going backwards. Now we get to Ethan versus Dante. 
This was a mismatch on paper only due to the fact that Dante is a 77 kilo medalist and Ethan is a 66 guy. So we're talking about massive weight discrepancy. And I can only comment on this from personal experience. I'm an 88 guy. I did 99 to support my teammates and open up that division, even if one of those teammates did stab me in the back completely and potentially to one of our other friends tonight. But enough on that. We won't go into we won't go into too much detail on those things. But when I competed at 99, even against the guys I beat, like Kyle Bame and Merrick Ali, the mass of those guys just felt different. Like when you balloon up to 99 through the use of potentially ever tightened steroids, allegedly. Uh, we haven't signed the sponsorship contract yet, but that's a free plug. Um, the mass difference is substantial. So even if Ethan bulks up a little bit and Dante cuts and they meet in the middle, Dante's a bigger guy than Ethan. That's a big hurdle to overcome there. So one thing I will say about this match is Ethan always comes. He puts on a show. Ethan, uh, he came out strong. I love. That's what I love about this guy. First 30 seconds, shoots a takedown on a bigger opponent. Gets right into it, you know? And Dante does have a very dangerous army and guillotine, so it's like he just threw himself into the fire, which was pretty fucking cool. Um, Dante uh, obviously gets a submission a bit later in the match. They had some six scrambles the whole match. I still think match of the night. I mean, you got to give Marigali kind of just to the weight of the result. Match of the night, sub of the night. But Dante Ether was probably the most exciting back and forth. Fion and um, Jasmine. Also, it was pretty tense because of the banter at the press conference. I thought Fionn could have had some better responses, you know? Give us some of the, the UK banter. Roast her, roast her back a bit, you know? Or is she from Ireland? I don't even fucking She's know. She's Welsh, no? Welsh, yeah. yeah. Ireland is a part of the UK. That's my opinion. Fight me over it. I don't care. I consider it the same thing, you know? But she's not even from Ireland. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Ethan, he put it on the line. Fun match. We keep going back. Nikki Ryan, Renee, also a booked mismatch, you know? It is a mismatch. Nikki Ryan being who Nikki Ryan is. Renee still coming up in his career. I mean, Nikki Ryan still is too, given his age. But again, on paper, this was a mismatch. Nikki Ryan was meant to kill Renee Souza. And in a way, he did. He took the back. He controlled her. Everyone else was freaking out, being like, Nikki, submit this guy, submit this guy. And me knowing Nikki personally and me also connecting with him through the shared uh, terrible cardio, I was like, bro, let's, let's fucking chill. I kept saying to him before the match, I was like, let's set a pace we can maintain for 15. That's very, very important. If everyone says you're going to smoke this guy, you go out, you blow your load early, you gas, that's not good for anyone. That's how you lose matches against guys you're better than. I kind of did that against Marigali. I was like, this guy doesn't know a fucking heel hook. Went for too many heel hooks in three minutes. Got gas, pushed through, secured a late thing to get the match done, but definitely it was just strategy error and i was exhausted for kainan um but yeah nikki Ryan, i thought he did great he's obviously coming off a lot of injuries um he's coming off uh a dominatrix fetish you know he's trying to work our way out of that too um that's a story for another time but he came out he controlled uh renee did good defensive hand fighting on the back he survived a couple Bad jokes. JT Torres in his corner came out with a. I thought he came out. The game plan I thought I saw was Renee was going to come out and keep going for those not sort of deep footlocks from top mm-hmm. position and try to look busy to the to the judges there. So that's what I thought I saw. If I like, if I were to coach Renee against Nikki, 
that would be the way I'd see a path to victory. Try to do things that make it look like you're winning and then try to break Nicky Ryan's gas tank. Try to take it to the to the later parts of the match. But yeah, I'm happy with Nicky. Uh, again, it was a mismatch on paper, but it's good for Nicky to get back out there, get a win. He called out Davi Ramos. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun one. Davi kicked me in the face in my match with him, so hopefully Nicky Ryan can with his big cankles can kick him back in the face. We keep going down the card. Who was before this one? You missed Heisem. Oh, we missed Heisem. Obviously, yeah, Heisem Philippe was above the Nicky Ryan match. So, yeah, it was a busy night at corner for us. Again, this is a mismatch on paper. Heisem's coming up. He still has uh, a bit of inexperience. He still has a few holes in his game that we're trying to fix. Philippe is who Philippe is. Philippe's obviously one of the best ever in the sport. This was a mismatch on paper. But again, Heisem had his moments. I thought Heisem maybe at times respected him too much. A uh, couple of bad decisions. Heisem stuffed the takedown, then pulled guard. Sort of negates the purpose of stuffing the takedown if you pull guard afterwards. But some of his good moments where he was able to attack the legs without getting his back taken, he got quite deep on an e-bar, and he hit a Kimura trap in which Heisem was probably, des- I'll say this, he was deserving of the penalty because he was backing up too much rather than circling. But the time in which the referee gave him the penalty was seconds after he attempted a Kimura trap. So it's like, obviously, ref's thinking, I'm going to give this guy a penalty. Next second, he backs up. But that's probably not the time to do it again. Uh, but yeah, Philippe was able to get on top. And once he got a good position, Heisen is... In my opinion, he's always been probably the top dog in his gym. And something that happens when you're the top dog in your gym, no one puts you in bad positions. So you never really get to work those areas. So obviously that's something we've got to work on with Heisem is uh, getting him comfortable in those bad positions. Because really, uh, once Philippe passed the guard, it went downhill pretty quick. And I know Heisem has a lot of potential in the sport. So we've got to make sure that if he ever gets put in a bad position, he can find a technical, efficient way to get out of there, even against guys like Philippe Penner. Who else? We had JB too. JB looked really good. He almost got his patented back take, mm-hmm. got to the legs, exposed the heel, but then he got popped on a toe hold straight away. I'm not sure what happened. I have to rewatch it, but it was quite, uh, it popped him straight right. away. That's hard to deal with. You know, like some, some guys just have fragile joints, you know, like for me, I'm pretty flexible. I'm naturally flexible. I don't do any of that stretching bullshit, you know? Stretching's fake. Uh, but if you rip a toe on me, my ankle seems to bend quite far. Obviously, we, we saw it there tonight was JB. It popped pretty bad straight away. Mm-hmm. I know he's got some ice on that thing. So, yeah, it's it's unfortunate that sometimes you're in a shootout. You got an inside. They got a toehold. It's a Mexican standoff, you know? It's who's willing to take more pops, whose body pops first. And we know Achilles historically is psychotic when it comes to not tapping. I'm pretty sure that was a leg Stanley Rosa recently broke that he was still choosing to just eat a heel hook to take it to hold. We also had Healy against Helena. Healy's here from Absolute. She took on Helena. No one wants to take on Helena. Helena is a 16-year-old that looks, I don't know how to say this, uh, being creepy, but it looks like a fully developed woman, you know? Um, And no one wants to take that match. But I think, of course, she needs to be taken on world-class athletes, mm-hmm. you know. Healy's very raw, very early in her career. Props to her for doing it. If someone offers you a match against anyone, you kind of should take it, you know. But this was definitely a big skill discrepancy. Not saying she doesn't have a path to victory. Anyone can pull off an upset. But it's clear Helena should be taken on top-level competition. I assume people like uh, Fiona and stuff. Helena's huge for 16. 
like huge. Like I'm thinking like how what's what's her walking weight class going to be when she's actually an adult? Yeah, I'm not sure. She's going to be massive though. Maybe we have a fight, Gabby Garcia. I don't know. That'd be interesting. But yeah, all round was pretty exciting. Card all round. Obviously, some other matches I forgot. Tarza got a win. He had a close, close decision. Andrew Tackett got a sick back take, rear naked choke. Another. Sick matchup. I think that's all the ones. Was, there was 10 matches. I probably forgot yeah. a few. Yeah. I didn't watch them all, to be honest. Some of these, I just watched the flow grappling finish, you know? <laughs> but all right, what do you think of the card? So it's pretty exciting. Obviously, uh, not the best day for the boys, but uh, we had some good matches. Yeah, Dackett does, never has a fucking boring match. He looked pretty good. Submitted the kid pretty quick. Um, and then, yeah, Nicky Ryan looked awesome on his, on his uh, comeback to the mats and stuff. It's been, what, like a year and a half t- since he's competed? Maybe, yeah, maybe. He hasn't competed since ADCC, ADCC. so yeah. Probably, Coming yeah. up on a year now? A f- yeah, over a over year, a year, right? Yeah, almost a year, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was nice to see him. Again, we probably won't see him until 2027. <laughs> like you, you said, know? like the Olympics every four yeah. years, you see the kid. It's a rare experience, yeah. Nicky Ryan competing. But yeah, well, one thing I will say is like, uh, we will put, like, if a, if an athlete comes to me and they've been offered a match, no matter who that match is against, we're going to let them have authority over who they want to face, even if it is a perceived mismatch, you know? Like, again, I would never send someone out that they had no chance to win. Mm-hmm. But, again, I'm not going to protect – I'm not going to do anything to protect our name. You know, athletes come in. Who would I be to say, hey, I don't know if you're ready for this yet, you know? Because opportunity on floor grappling, massive, massive. And that's – I lost a lot coming up, taking on people – that had a huge skill advantage over me because, again, it gains you experience, helps you prepare later, you know? Guys that made their debut tonight, like JB, they get experience performing on who's number one, arguably one of the biggest shows in the sport. Once you have your first one, the second one's not so bad, you know? And then once you get your first win on the show, you start to build from there. Not everyone can hit the ground running and go three, four wins on who's number one. If you aren't having success, I mean, look at, the quality of J-Rod, I think J-Rod's lost three times on Who's Number One. Yep, he has. Again, so it's like you can still – losing on Who's Number One, you can still be a very, very good athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty good show. Obviously, they want to book me versus Philippe. I'd rather ride off into the sunset with that victory, you know. Like we edged out Marigali. We edged out Tyra Tolo. We edged out Philippe Penna. We'll let those wins age gracefully, you know. We'll let them age gracefully. And if you want – if you want to give me the opportunity to even a score where I potentially go one-on-one against these guys, you better you better get out of the checkbook, you know? There better be no $1,000 submission bonus. <laughs> That'll be add a couple zeros to that. Maybe maybe we can talk, you know? Yeah. Rip up a contract. I don't know, you know? Tazel's better fucking step up. Yeah. They'll be paying me in uh, crypto NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> I want the real shit. I want the shit that my drug dealer takes, and he doesn't take Tazos. you know? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's for the best. But yeah, good show, good show. Uh, I just got back from another expedition to Europe, you yep. know, adventuring over in Europe. And again, I don't know how to say this, but fuck, European people are pretty fucking weird sometimes, <laughs> you know. There's parts of Europe where, again, like nobody fucking smiles. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't smile either if I didn't have AC in my house. You know, like Switzerland, no AC. Third world countries have AC. Switzerland, one of the richest countries in the world. And I kept asking people, I was like, why the fuck don't you have AC? And the guy's like, it's $10,000. And I'm like, bro, everyone here works for a bank. You can afford a fucking air conditioner. You know, it kills me. 
But the one hard thing about being in Europe, right, I'm used to a culture where we smile at each other. So when I'm no longer interested in a conversation, I stop smiling and stop <laughs> talking. But that's their baseline. They don't know you don't want to talk to them anymore yeah. and they just will just stare there, stand there and just, and just look at you. And I, I don't know how else I can exit the con- – like could, do I just walk away? Like is that socially acceptable in Europe? What parts of Europe where you're at so people kind of have an idea? I mean, I could be anywhere, you know. We could be popping up. We were in Croatia. We were in Italy at some point. Um, and I was in Switzerland, Switzerland, you know. We went on a bit of a, a bit of a road trip. Nikki didn't drive the fucking selfish <laughs> asshole. I had to drive. Does he even have his license? He has his license, but, yeah, I don't know. He's just a lazy prick, you know. We kept him in the back. I, honestly, I'd probably rather sit in the front seat than sit in the back and not drive. You know, I'd rather I'll, – I'll take, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> Other weird shit about Europe is everyone kissing each other's cheeks. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dealt with that? Yep, I went to Italy once when I was a kid. That's pretty. No funny. one's kissing your cheeks as a kid. Oh, man. dude! No, the ladies. <laughs> like, as soon as I kept out the airport, the ladies fucking loved me down there. They, lo- yeah, they yeah, loved you. Yeah, I did a little little trip with my parents. So you're Italy. telling me at one stage in your life, women did enjoy your company. I did, yeah. Then I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> now I find the kissing shit weird. One kiss, two kiss, yeah. or um, no kiss at all. You know, I don't know how to go for it. I mean, Definitely don't kiss dudes, but, you know, I mean, there's kissing and there's no smiling. I'm getting mixed messages from these people. The dudes kiss too, no? Maybe your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your friends, yeah. I'm trying to think of what other shit's weird about Europe, hey? Group showers? That's normal. That's normal. All the gyms I had, like, everyone's having a shower together with their cocks out. You like know? high school, like just showers, no. Like high school. In Australia, so here's the thing. Australia, we never shower together. Mm. Americans, you guys shower together in high school, mm-hmm. but not as adults. In Europe, they just kept that shit running. You know, <laughs> it's like, there's a lot of cost-cutting things over there. AC, shower curtains, yeah. you know, like, I don't want to fucking have a conversation while I'm showering, you know, like. <laughs> The hobby I do is already so gay. I've felt guys' cocks touch me. I don't want to then go look at their cock in the shower, you know? It's too, and they're way too, again, they're way too friendly, you know? That's probably the one time they do smile is in the, in the shower. shower. Oh, that's good. But yeah, every time I go to Europe, every gym showers, they seem to shower together. Very interesting. Very interesting decision there. I mean, I wonder how the transgender situation's going on over there. Because I mean, it's fucking hard to hide that situation when you have to shower with the boys. You that's know? true. That's true. I feel they're a little more lenient over there. Very, very strange. Other things that I find weird about the gyms, and I won't make any, I won't name any specific gyms here because I've encountered this even in America, is when a gym owner provides a shower but tells you to bring your own soap, hmm. like. Just pay for fucking soap for the members, you know? Like, I'd rather pay for the soap and know they're clean than not provide soap and these lazy broke retards not actually clean themselves with soap. They just rinse themselves underwater. Yeah, that's pretty odd. You know? That's super common, eh? Like, guys, if you're a gym owner, buy some fucking soap. Yeah. If you don't want to buy soap, put the membership up. Why would you not put soap in the shower? Would you not put soap next to a sink? Like, you don't... People take a shit. You want them to wash their hands with soap. If they're cutting costs on the curtains, then it kind of makes sense they're cutting costs on the fucking soap. They're cutting costs on everything, eh? The Soviet Union expanded very far west, apparently. Times are hard, man. Times are hard. I'm trying to... What other fucking weird shit? Other shit we've got to complain about with gyms? 
uniform policies. Mm, that's true. Different gyms around the world have uniform policies. There's no reason to have a uniform policy except that you want your members to buy your merchandise, you know? Guys, just make cool merchandise. Make something gay. Make something drug-related, you know? Like, put pay a designer, and guys will wear your shit. You shouldn't make them wear it. Huffa Mendes at AOJ, mm-hmm. I believe you could only wear white geese. Yep. Is this a gym or is this a clan meeting? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why are we all wearing white fabric over us at all times? You know what I mean? Like, is it Professor Huffa or Grand Wizard Huffa? You know, that's the question. Grand Wizard sounds pretty cool. He is kind of a wizard on the mats too. Yeah. I'll yeah. give him credit, credit for that. But Short yeah. guy like a wizard. The only uniform policies you should have if someone's wearing something, if you're a man and you're wearing spats only. Yeah, that's true. If you're a man and you're wearing Valley Tudo shorts only, the policies should be in regards to that. They shouldn't be in regards to what you have to wear. I wonder what the first gym that did that was. Probably Gracie Baja. Gracie Baja, yeah. Probably makes sense. They fucking all look the same. I will say, though, one thing that feels really cool is if you go to a gym i've been to gyms that have uniform policies but they don't make me wear it that's how you feel like hey you've made it you yeah. know because if i see another athlete visit there and he's in the gear i'm like sucked in yeah. you know you had to buy that shit more common in the gi schools i guess not a lot of no gi i mean aoj makes you wear all black and shit but besides that not a lot of no gi schools do that stuff uh schools that, i remember aoj i'm pretty sure one of the guys from aoj got fired because he wouldn't shave his beard jesus like even the uh, policy on what you facial hair. yeah facial hair is. interesting interesting that's why I'm trying to, what other weird shit have gyms enforced eh? lately hmm. we have a big issue at our gym oh yeah everyone wants to come in through the back door we like we have a back door I guess that's where people think the cool kids come mm-hmm. from but like one crazy thing is like like people we had doors before we had locks mm-hmm. and then people would go through those doors that we wouldn't want to go through those doors so someone invented the lock the lock is to keep you out if you don't have a key like it's a simple concept you know what i mean it's like i have a key to the door that means i can enter the door but that doesn't exist at our gym all the cool kids want to come through the back mm-hmm. i guess they don't want to walk through the post-apocalyptic 80s yeah, mall yeah. here yeah yeah but yeah, that's probably the biggest thing that bothers me at the yeah, gym right now. I, I don't get it. I mean, you at least get to to pass through some AC before. Like you, like in the back, if you come in, it's just like straight heat. It's like 100 degrees every day nowadays. I mean, you might have to shoot a homeless guy trying to sleep in our fucking... Yeah. Even the homeless people think this building's abandoned. <laughs> they get shocked. They, they're sleeping here and they get shocked that we actually... Um, we're actually, there's businesses still yeah. operating in it. Two businesses operate in a, maybe there's 10 storefronts here. Yeah, yeah. One used to be, you'd be able to get a happy ending there. That place is sadly gone. Yeah. Hopefully one of our students kicks that back off again, you know, because that's the only <laughs> therapeutic massage. Yep, yep. That's it. We have the sign place. I wish we had a coffee shop in here, something like that. Put one of the boys to work on that shit. That wouldn't be bad. We actually, well, I, I saw it. It was me and you, right? Mm-hmm. We're walking through the B-team mall area, and someone had left one of these random doors slightly open. And we basically had an expedition into this. Yep. 
area that looked like it hadn't been accessed. Like, I thought we were going to find a serial killer in there or yeah. something. Turns out Gondo was just sleeping there. <laughs> he found his house. But we found a part of the mall that was, like, untouched since, what, 2006 or something? You read the thing. Yeah, it was, like, t- over 10 years. It was real sure. creepy. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, a, there was a calendar in there. Yeah. That had the year on there with dates crossed yeah. out. Those weird shit yeah. in those couches. What did you find? You found an ice cream I machine. I found the fucking yeah soft serve machine. It looked like they're hold. They're using it for storage. Yeah. But like it's just filled with random shit. It's scary as fucking there. Yeah, I for sure thought we were gonna find a body in there or something. Yeah. But we went in there a couple times yeah. and now they've locked it back up. I think so they, someone, they found us. Someone's aware yeah. of our presence in there. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh this building's for sure haunted. They should probably fucking knock so. this down. What do you think with it, some of the members still inside? A couple of years before they knock this shit down and make it a parking lot? I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be hard for them to do anything with this area while I fucking Interest rates and shit are fucking mm-hmm. so high. They take a loan on this. I don't know, though. This building's like, what, since the 90s? Is, oh, sorry, since like 1970s or something? It shit? must be around since the 70s, eh? Yeah. Must be, must be. The coolest shit about this plaza is fucking blazer tag. Yeah, blazer tag's the best part about this yeah. complex. Eh? We have, we basically have a gold's gym. I think we have a school here for, for like fucking, fucking trucks and shit. For truck, yeah, they teach people how to yeah. drive trucks, uh, and they have some sort of high school here for fucking dumb kids as well, <laughs> which is brilliant because that's like yeah. I keep telling Nicky every day. I'm like Nicky Ryan, bro, we could get you your high school diploma. Get your fucking diploma. <laughs> if he had lost tonight, we would have forced him to go there. He has to go back to school for sure. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, we do have a fuck, and we have like a that weird like. uh massage place not a massage place the ladies are wearing scrubs and shit i don't know what they do in there oh yeah i think they just take blood in there and shit oh, yeah. you know some of the members allegedly awesome. you might you're gonna be getting your blood I taken fucking soon. might as well go there yeah. you gotta yeah. get your blood work though yeah, yeah. yeah i just got fucking texted today so i gotta go set that up yeah you're scared tell me more though you're scared of needles i'm not scared of needles i've never i've never shot myself up with anything so how do you expect me to fucking grab a needle and put it anywhere in my body you are you that frightened of it? I'm not frightened. I just never done it. You what if I miss? What if I miss the muscle? Bro, you. I mean, again, it's gonna be hard to find muscle on this fucking physique, dude. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if I miss, I can like. What if I shoot it into like somewhere? Just like I now have like a fucking welt or something. Oh, bro. I mean, let me let me give you some stories about a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta be careful with where you put these needles. You know. <laughs> um. You might inject into a vein, and that yeah. actually gives you some a coughing fit, like you can't breathe, you know? Uh-huh. So you got to draw it back a bit, make sure there's no blood in there. But sometimes it might still get you there, you know? You could do the quads. You could do the fucking shoulders here, like you're getting a vaccination, mm-hmm. or you could do the butt cheeks. What's the least deadly one? None of them are deadly. Fuck. You just got to get an ass. You have no ass, you know? Get a bit of fucking I feel like if I get it in my ass, if I sit down, it's going to hurt. I mean, it, it might hurt. Yeah. It might hurt. But you're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. You know? what, what, what's this the, is good quality Ever Titan um, testosterone. I might even have a bit of grapeseed oil on there, you know? We're not talking <laughs> black market Mexican shit. I still got to figure out what stack I got to fucking get on. Bro, anything would be good for you. <laughs> anything would be good for you. Yeah, I got to I gotta do some some research, ask some friends, see what... Uh, See what the final decision should be. But yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid. I'm just fucking, I don't want to get, I don't want to fuck up and die. Sorry, guys. That's, uh, that's my pizza delivery now. We had a quick pizza break. We couldn't eat and do the pizza, especially the cameraman, because his jaw clicks from a long history of God knows why his jaw clicks, you know. But we pick up where we left off. 
Brady's just told me that he's actually going to try to find a nurse. I'm, I'm going to try to – I used to date a nurse, so I'm going to see if I can get back into the nurse game. It's good, for, uh, it's good you've learned from your mistakes. Uh, yeah. hey, oh. As a 30-year-old borderline unemployed man, that's probably the field you should be choosing from yeah. anyway. Nurses, beauticians. They're usually the most toxic, so they're Mexican fucking great in bed. <laughs> That is your zone, bro. So yeah. if you could find yourself a nurse uh, that could inject you, that'd, that'd cover a lot of bases for your fear of needles here. Well, she could take care of me, drain my ears and stuff. Dude, a fucking game. And then I don't have to do it. I don't have to work. She's the breadwinner. I could do what I do, which is absolutely nothing. I think I, think I might have found my path. I think we could. I think we could probably find one. There's a lot of uh, a lot of nurses on dating apps for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm. I've been on them. I haven't found a nurse, but I, I maybe need to switch my parameters. I, I mean, there should be a category for nurses. That would be know? sick. Yeah, would I, be sick. I, I feel like most nurses have like uh, I don't even want to say undiagnosed diagnosed yeah. mental illness for sure. That's, <laughs> oh, that's, dude, that's what I'm saying. They're the most toxic women. <clears throat> uh, maybe because they always want to help. I reckon that yeah, exactly. They're toxic because they like to help people. That's yeah. why they chose that field. So they 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 want to break you, mend you, or, yeah. att- or pretend love, to mend you. I love it. So like, look, ladies, if there's a traveling nurse out there has contracts coming up in the city near you, you should get your contract here in Austin. Take care of me for a couple of months, and if you like it, you can stay. And if you don't, I'll just find another nurse. Why traveling nurses? Why are you? Why are you not going to work with the nurses of Austin? Because <clears throat> it's, it's like a trial period. We get her to come here three months. She likes me. She likes the city. She stays. If would, not, we would get you another prefer one. Preferred if she had a kid, so she wasn't too focused on you. Uh, then she would have two kids. You think she could deal with that? This man is a catch. It, like, if you have a car and you have a comfortable living situation, what you need in your life. Is a man without a car? No, and not a, live, a good living situation. So, <laughs> and a cat. And yeah, a I do cat, have a cat. Have a car. If there's an emergency and he takes his cat to the vet, the cat's fucked. Fuck, but uh, dead. We got to talk about. It. All right, so B team, we went one win, four losses tonight. Mm-hmm. But recently, we discovered that we had one of the biggest victories we've ever had. Gordon Ryan actually unfollowed all of us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I believe he waved the white flag. I remember him. He used to rant at the gym, all this crazy shit. He used to be like, he'd complain about people, and we'd be like, hey, why do you unfollow this guy? And he'd be like, I can't unfollow him because then they win. So, guys, mm. by my count, that's three wins to him, one win to me. Yep. That's my first victory here. I, honestly, I'm shocked. Like, I feel like if you unfollow someone, they're bothering you to a pretty heavy level. Yeah. I do get a bit where he comes from, you know, like – I'll hide someone first. Hmm. I'll just hide him because I don't want to see him in my feet anymore. But it's you kind of get that feeling where you're like, I don't want to unfollow this motherfucker because if they see it, um, they they feel a moral victory. Yeah, and like I want. definitely feel a moral victory. The only way it gets better is if they block you. You know, yeah. like if someone unfollows you, that's like a good points win. That's like yeah. a comfortable decision. If you block someone, that's like a submission victory. You've really tapped out there. Turn that's, it around. That is hilarious to me. People, yeah. people, yeah. That guy unfollowed the whole team, huh? Yeah, everyone except for Nicky Ryan. I'm sure he wishes he could unfollow yeah. Nicky Ryan. That won't look bad. That, but that, that's more for optics. Yeah, yeah you know exactly. what I mean here. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I guess we've won the uh, culture war there yeah. with Nicky Ryan. Hey, some might say he's censored us. Like he's mm. he's fucking anti free speech. Doesn't want to hear what we have to say. Yeah, 
But yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty stoked with that one. Hey, that's a big victory. And while he unfollowed you, you still have a lot of good people following you from that camp. So, yeah, I mean that that's the thing. He unfollows me. He's gonna hear about yeah, it if we course. talk some shit. But I'm honestly pretty upset. I remember like uh, I don't know when it was when I unleashed the Miata videos and shit. Like I remember he he came after me. He had never said a word about me. I think I I probably pissed him off with some interview I said. But you do a podcast, someone asks you, I'm gonna say something, mm-hmm. and if things might offend people and then we started the back and forth and he just got destroyed on every exchange every <laughs> post like he'd post someone think post something thinking he's smart and the fans would tear him apart he'd come <laughs> in on my post so i'd roast him back like it was fucking so enjoyable i live for that shit yeah. you know and i remember he would always be the the troll master and no one would respond but like fuck i love that shit so now not only does he not acknowledge my existence, but now he's unfollowed me. Like, I just can't help but think, like, but we were, this is a good time for both yeah. of us. We should get, like, if you, you sort of must be offended if you unfollowed him. I just wonder what the last, the last straw was. Yeah, what set him over the line. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what I wish I knew. Yeah, yeah. Because we, we don't know the timeline of when it happened. We just know it happened. But we'll never know. Yeah. We'll never know. It's not like I could text him and ask him. Maybe we'll see yeah. what happens, you know? Do you respond? Uh, I was hoping that ultimately one day we'd have him as a guest on the show, you know? You don't think that's a possibility? <sighs> I mean, he doesn't follow us, so I wonder if he see our message. Yeah, now it goes to the message request, maybe. <laughs> I got him on WhatsApp, though. I remember, yeah, he's on WhatsApp. I don't know if I should say this, but I remember he had given me a link to a website and I remember after the team split up, I was like, fuck, what was that fucking website? And I went back to the WhatsApp chat and I was looking for this dodgy fucking website and I was like, motherfuckers deleted the message. No. I was like, I want, I was looking to buy something online and I was like, I can't fucking remember the website. You know, it took me forever to refine this website uh, of whatever it was. You know, it could have been anything, but luckily Ever Titan fills the void now. Shout out to our sponsors, Ever Titan. Um, while we're in the Ryan family, Nicky Ryan passed on to me one of the greatest stories I've ever heard about this guy. What is it? Um, Nicky Ryan is an individual that exists in America where his birth certificate and his social security <laughs> are different names. No way. Different fucking names, right? And he gave me permission to tell the story. So he his uh, birth certificate is N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S. Nicholas. Nicholas. Nicholas Ryan, but his social is, is N-I-C-K-O-L-A-S. And I remember right. he was telling me some funny story about how his mom was high when she was filling out some forms and she was like, oh, fuck, I, forgot, I fucked up his name. You know, and it's, I think it's because she's probably so used to writing Nikki. Yeah. Like Nikki, 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 yeah. Nikki. And then like, I, I mean, fuck, I, I could be there, you know, like Nick, Nikki, Nicola. I mean, maybe not me, but Nikki Rod, for sure, Nikki Rod. <laughs> But yeah, kills me every time I, Nikki told me about this story. And I'm like, surely you, you got to fix that, right? Like, Did he? I don't think, I mean, dude, the guy just started his tax returns. So Let's like, he's yeah. not tackling something that's like gonna that. That's going to give him problems. He needs to fix that. I feel like it's giving you oh, problems, dude, yeah. For sure. You, you you need that for everything. I had my you social see. security guard for about three weeks and then I got stolen out of the car with these fucking people out. Well, yeah. I assume so. I could have lost it. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it disappeared with my passport too. How the fuck did he do his taxes? He needs his he needs his fucking social security card, or his, at least his number to match his shit. Yeah, I, I mean it's beyond me, dude. Yeah, 
It's a mystery, yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Ryan. Nicholas, Nicholas Ryan. Donald Ryan. If you took one look at him, you would see that maybe his Nicholas name is spelled a little different, you know? Like he's a bit of a different, different Yeah, a little, bit, little flair, a little flair on that. A little bit of spice he, on the name. To me, man. he looks like a – I love his middle name because he definitely looks like a Donald. Like a a hair, Donald, he has yeah, a toupee. Yeah, he does have Donald Trump's haircut, you know? And he gets very defensive. He'll be yeah. like uh, – he's like, my hair isn't red. It's strawberry blonde. And I'll be like, bro, never say strawberry blonde to me ever again, please. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he has Trump's hair. He does same haircut, same haircut. I, that's the only time I've seen Trump's hair exist in the wild. Yeah, know? or at least a man who's twenty-two years old, however fucking old the kid is. Yeah, the guy he could be sixteen or thirty-five. Yeah, you don't yeah, know. Yeah. Hey, change angles, look at him. He looks different, you know. <laughs> he comes into a training some days, and I'm like, bro, do you have a family of seven at home? Like, you look like you're fucking going through it, bro. Yeah, you know. But I guess that's what living with Damien will do to a man, you know? The crazier his hair is, I know the crazier his day is. He sure. always look. he comes in and he looks like he's been up all night solving crimes or something, you know? <laughs> like he looks like a fucking detective, yeah. like an alcoholic detective yeah. or something. The best days are when he has the, the shades on and it's like, you could tell he had a long night. Dude, he, those, tra those shades, man, they're fucking, that's, that's highway patrol meets the village people. <laughs> like Jay had them. And he sold them to Nicky Ryan. And I remember just looking at him and like, I don't know, bro. I don't know if those don't do that. But then he says to me, Craig, you wear women's glasses. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, just come back. That's true. But <laughs> you look like Highway Patrol. You know? That's so fucking funny. Yeah. I, uh, I, I love that kid. He always looks like he's a mess, man. Uh, it's incredible. He's good to have around because you take one look at him and you're like, fuck, I got it together, bro. You know, like <laughs> my fucking birth certificate is the same as my social oh, that fuck. I used to possess. Yeah, but Nicky Ryan, that's a story in the life of Nicky Ryan. But it's like, when you're young, you have no urgency to fix those things. But as you get older, another question for you. Mm -hmm. At what age do you stop calling yourself your nickname? You know, like. Once you stop calling yourself Nicky? Yeah, like, or Nicky oh, Rod. Fuck. Like, at what age? Like, I mean, 37, you say, hey, I'm Nicky. People are like, bro, yeah. you're Nicky. You're fucking Come on, Nicholas. Saturday, you know? <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, how old is he, 22? Just turned 22, yeah. He's yeah. got a bit left. Yeah, he's got a little bit of time. I mean, I think once you, at least, if you survive that 27 club, then you're an adult. Yeah, I don't know if he survives it, to be honest, I don't you know? know? Yeah, he, I mean, again, how he comes in every morning with, like, hairs in all places, big glasses. I don't know if he, could, he makes it past the 27 club. And to him, he's a fucking legend, so... He, yeah, he's he's thriving. Yeah, he's thriving. I'm glad he got the win tonight. I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, yeah. Where's he? Where's the after party for him at tonight? You think? I mean, that's that's another Nicky Ryan story. We thought. I remember Renee messaged me about the Red Rose. Obviously, a fine establishment yeah. in Austin here. Fine establishment for Austin standards, not by worldwide standards. That's for <laughs> damn sure, you know. Uh, but Renee was trying to get me to go to the Red Rose. Nicky Ryan's actually banned from I the heard. Red Rose. Nicky Ryan is banned from a strip club. In Austin, Texas, the Red Rose, he's banned. He's on the ban list. If you see him in there ever, tell security this cunt <laughs> is banned, you know. Get him out of there. Get him out of there straight away. But I guess we've got to sort of wrap this shit up with what we got coming up. So mm -hmm. let me think about what I can say. I mean, we didn't even talk about Quintet, but I got uh, Saturday, I fly to Iceland. Can't get enough of these fucking yeah. European people, you know. Fly to Iceland. I'll be in Iceland for a week. Then I'm doing some seminars in China. China will be interesting to go back to because I've had some uh, some issues there before mm -hmm. with immigration. Yeah, Again, China's a place. You have questions. There's no answers. You know, there's no there's no way you can go to get answers. You just hope for the best. I come back for a week. 
then we go to Tokyo for um, we go to Tokyo for Quintet. Yeah, we we had we filmed the whole segment of breaking down Quintet, but the fucking people took too long to release the team. But yeah, we're sending a really good team to Tokyo for Quintet. That's going to be a fucking fun time. I haven't been in Tokyo since pre-COVID. Looking forward to Tokyo. Hysum taking us out mm. to Rapongi, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> See what we can get away with out there. Hysum <clears throat> surely blends in. You know, we won't get into too much trouble. Yeah, yeah that's Those true. That's true. Tons They're fucking Hysums. local. Tons of Hysums out there. But yeah, and then after that, I won't say the opponent, but I'm actually going on a religious pilgrimage yeah. back to Jerusalem. That's sick. Jerusalem. So I'll be in Israel. I'm going to have a match in an MMA event in Jerusalem. And as far as I know, I discussed this with Ethan. I said, Ethan, do I need any type of visa? And he was just like, well, are you circumcised? And I said, I am <laughs> circumcised. He's like, well, actually, that's what they check at the border. You, they'll let you, let you yeah. straight in. It's your fucking, don't they call it what, birthright? You get to fucking go, they pay, the U.S. pays for a trip or something? Oh, some no, shit, that's maybe? only if you're proper Jewish. Yeah. Oh, you you're know? not? No. Oh, fuck. I just got circumcised for the optics of it, you know? <laughs> oh, fuck. That's sick. So what, it's a, you said for an MMA match, so I'm assuming you're going to be competing in a cage? It's in a cage, yeah, yeah. So it's against a big name. I'll say this, he's a handsome man that's not known for his skills on the microphone, but that's who I'll be competing against. Mm -hmm. I don't think we have the rules summed up yet. They told me, hey, let's do ADCC rules. And I was like, bro, that's fucking confusing. You know, let's let's not throw too many ADCC type rules at MMA fighters, you know? Disappointed isn't the brightest either. You said that. I didn't say that. Dude, I think he's intelligent. I think he's as intelligent (laughs) as he is handsome, you know? Um, but yeah, they actually offered the match to Nicky Rod first. Nicky Rod, being the coward he is, was terrified. Priced himself out of it. Oh, God. They took me, budget. They took me on a budget. I thought, you know what? If you offer me an interesting opponent in an interesting location, mm-hmm. we'll talk. If you offer me a really tough opponent here in Austin, probably not. That's you know, true. let's like, let's... Austin used to be the destination. that I'd be like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'll go to Texas. Now... With it being hotter than the sun, Jesus Christ. I'm like, hey, let's go to fucking Jerusalem. Let's see what's going on out there. So obviously coming forward, expect many Palestine jokes. I think that's <laughs> that's the angle we'll be looking for here. Um, yeah, but that's what's coming up. I can't name the opponent yet. We wait till the contract's out, you know, wait till we get a contract. Because uh, again, I don't know. I mean, I've heard Israelis pretty fucking tight on the contracts, you know. There's also <laughs> other factors we've got to be careful yeah, of. Yeah. We do have Ethan here, but unfortunately... He's not the type you need in situations of negotiating, you know? That's true. That's true. Ethan's probably the one Jewish man that will negotiate a worse deal for himself, you know? (laughs) That's why they send him to Canada. Ethan, I mean, Ethan, yeah, we ship him back to Canada. He might be on suicide watch tonight, but we we hope for the best for him, you know? Um, He ends up winning tonight. I know he's having a good time. You know he's having a good time. I'll tell you what, you know what, he... He's, he's being polite about it, you know? That's yeah. one thing for sure we know with Ethan. He's very polite. Ethan, when we attack him in the gym, he's like, oh, you got me, you know? <laughs> like, he he handles that side well. Maybe he's yeah. killing prostitutes. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like people might think he left the venue quick because he was upset. I think he left the venue quick because he had things to take care of. The, the only thing I think about Ethan not killing prostitutes is the fear that he might end up having to pay them. You know, like if things go bad and the cops bust him and he has to pay him or something or he gets interrupted, he can't kill him. You know, like the potential for paying is what probably holds him back. Oh, my God. But yeah, I don't know what the boys are up to tonight. We came back to film this yeah. and uh, eat pizza. True professionals. Go to bed, you know. 
we've been, uh, I've been on rehab. I've been on yeah. a rehab stint for a while. You're Had right. to get out of that tonight. You know, we ba- we bailed out. We watched the uh, Marigali kind of match on the phone while driving. I had to get out. I, cu- I couldn't handle being there if Marigali won. You know, would have uh, would have bothered me too much. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I I mean, I didn't think it was going to end up the way it did. So uh, I I thought it was going to end up being worse than that. And kind of disappointed because we tried to get him on the beers at Fight Pass. He might as well have got on the fucking beers with us at Fight Pass. You know, he said he's training hard for this shit. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. That's what kills you sometimes when you lose is you go, you think about the fun nights you missed out on, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> Nicky Ryan was eating a stripper's ass, you know? Like, yeah. it's like, fuck, I was home in bed at 9 p.m. But. I just see him in San Diego just enjoying the good life. You know, it's a great fucking city. San Diego? I fucking love it. Yeah. The real, the main thing that holds San Diego back is all the Californians, though, you know? Like, the bro culture down there. That really... Really tough to listen to after a while, you know. They're into doing fucking yoga yeah. and surfing and shit, yeah. talking spirituality and stuff. I had enough of those yeah. fucking people. But yeah, you get straight shot to TJ if you ever want to get away. TJ, dangerous spot, eh? Dangerous spot. Yeah, yeah. Dangerous so, to make yeah. That's why I think he uh, maybe kind of needs a change of scenery. You know. You know what? That could be an argument for why his gas tank failed him. You know, he's spending too much time in TJ. Yeah. I mean, again, straight shot. It's so easy to cross on foot. There was a time when TJ was the most dangerous city in the world. Not even that would stop me going to TJ. You know, like <laughs> that, that's how good TJ yeah. is. Like you're like, hey, I have to risk my life yeah. to go here, and you're like, fuck it, yeah. we're going. Yeah, even yeah. Dimmy's like, fuck, I'm not taking a cab, I'm just walking. That's- one of the, one of the cowards at this gym actually was just down there getting stem cells for his fucking yeah, like, shoulder. Yeah, you know? but like, what do you think about those things? I mean, listen, I'm pretty open minded. Not enough to suck a dick or do stem cells, you know? Like, but I don't know. I don't know. I might try it. I heard dumb dudes get stem cells in their dick. Yeah, yeah. so it's for it to grow or for it to just have, like, the effects of a Cialis? I don't know. I remember people, I remember I got PRP and the guy was telling me about you could put PRP in your dick. And I was like, listen, I don't know if we need that, you know? Like, with my fear of needles, that's not happening, buddy. Yeah, I mean, and how would they put a needle into another needle? You know, like you'd have to have a pretty fucking state. It definitely, you wouldn't be, the, you shouldn't be injecting your own yeah. needle because you're a fucking. I need a nurse for that one. Yeah, I also know. Michael J. Pedrick. I'm a grower, bro, not a shower. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm putting anything in my dick. Eh? Things, would have, things would have to be bad if I'm yeah, injecting I mean, my dick. Right and if it. things are bad, my dick's not looking like it's ready to take a needle anyway, you know? <laughs> I want to know if they're going to inject your dick. Does the nurse slap it around a bit before? Do you get some volume to it, you know? I'm imagining it has to be a half chub for it to have enough, like, dents, you know? Like, if it's just soft, that might fucking be hard to poke. Because, like, at the thought of doing it, I lose a couple inches, you know? Like, (laughs) gunshot. That might, I mean, that, maybe that's why they do the services in TJ. You don't know, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be something, something pretty freaky for sure. Yeah, but I'm open minded to stem cells. But you know what? Any, medical procedure i've heard about like it just doesn't work you know like i feel like uh <laughs> i've never heard of anything that works i feel like you fuck yourself you fucked you work your way around it you know like stretching bullshit warm-ups bullshit cold punch bullshit sauna bullshit yeah. all that shit we, we just killed our like sauna uh possible sponsor one day our, our fucking cold plunge possible sponsor one day he'll change his mind it's crazy how people suggest a cold plunge like it's the most out of the box insane idea ever when they're really just looking at you and being like, Hey, have you tried being cold? <laughs> you know, like guys will be like, Hey, I've been taking cold showers for two weeks. Yeah. It's changed my life. It's like, bro, what, 
Yeah. What were you doing to begin with? You know? No, I will say that's fucked. You can never catch me taking a cold shower. I'd rather do a plunge. The shower is like water's hitting you, then it's not. That's fucked up. That's the like, only time I take a cold shower is if I'm fucking dying hungover. I feel like yeah. the cold water just. Or you're in a third world country that doesn't have a heater or some shit. Like Switzerland, yeah. I'm surprised they have hot water, you yeah. know? If they fucking don't have AC, I'm surprised they've put the money into a hot water system. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the plunge feels nice, but I don't. I can't imagine doing that shit every day, fucking Winhoff in it, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I've got to think, like, cold plunge people, it's no surprise jiu-jitsu into it because jiu-jitsu people never shut the fuck up about jiu-jitsu and cold plunge people never shut the fuck up about cold plunge. Yeah. Anything in the health industry, like, unless you're the guy that discovered it, I don't want to hear you talking about it, you know? <laughs> it's so bizarre to yeah. me, yeah. It's definitely Fasting? Too. People suggest I fast. They're like, oh, have you tried not eating? It's like, fuck, you're a genius, man. I never thought of that. Yeah. I don't get that nah, shit. You, gotta fuck, you wake up and eat. like I don't know how the fuck you eat like 6 a.m. and shit. That's, that's impressive. That's because I actually work out the day before. You know, yeah. I did something physical. I mean, so do I, but I'd fucking bar for We already training. think you're a fucking psychopath because you don't drink coffee. Like, there's something wrong with you. <sighs> Dude, it tastes like shit. It tastes like shit. It makes me thirsty. Our I could just drink like water. shit, but you're not going to eat it, you know? Uh, that one, I could, put, I could put it behind me, you know? Up, I, I could push through for that one. Stick no, a needle in you, drink a coffee. <clears throat> I tried while. to have a fucking caffeine, <clears throat> a fucking little drink with you today. That shit was terrible. That rain shit. What, whatever oh, the we drank in the yeah, can, that shit was terrible. Some, yeah, the actually, like, the only energy drink I've had that tastes good. Red Bull brings me back to Jagerbomb, so it yeah. fucking fills me with yeah. the dread of Jagerbomb. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, the what are the pool brothers that prime? The prime, prime energy drinks were good. Yeah, I had that one with you. That was it tasted well enough, you know. The prime sports drink tastes like what I imagine diabetes feels like, you know. But the energy <laughs> drinks themselves are fucking sick. Yeah, they're pretty good. But whatever we had today was fucking shit. I couldn't even finish half. Nicky Rod goes hard on the chassis and putting fucking salt in his water bottles and stuff like Me, that. I just became a fan of that. You put salt in that. I put two scoops of Gatorade powder, six grams of creatine. And a tablespoon of pink Himalayan salt. Shout out. Wait, six grams a day of creatine? Every day. Fuck, you're fucking out of control, man. <laughs> it's done nothing to you, eh? Bro, I, I got water in my muscles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does. It brings water to your muscles. Yeah, shout out Nicky Rod, bro. Um, he put me on the, the elixir. Just fucking eat some fries. Eat some salty food, mate, you know? I mean, I can't do that in the middle of training, so. How much salt? A tablespoon of pink Himalayan salt. Wait a minute. Pink Himalayan salt. Yeah, dude. Fuck, okay, Joe. The crystals, bro. Where do you buy these from? Uh, I, I have a... Listen, one thing's for sure. If you're buying pink Himalayan salt, we are paying you too much money, you know? Oh, uh, dude, that's kind of where that's half like of my budget goes, dude. Salts. Yeah, I'm eating, like, shit food, but at least it's seasoned correctly. You, you know? season your food with it as well? Or is of it just course, for water? No, I have a big fucking... I have a big bottle. Yeah, it's for my food and for my water bottle. Pink Himalayan salt is good, bro. Bro, don't I, I've been to your house. You have a great selection of spices. I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm cooking meals all the time. The carne know? asada thing you got going on, sick. Like, you, you, gotta, you, you know what the fuck you're doing. Pink Himalayan sauce pretty well, good. I wish I could be honest with you. But, <laughs> so, so they, you don't even they know. They came to, with the house. Yeah, you know? yeah, I haven't touched them since. Yeah. Nah, but, yeah, man, pink Himalayan salt. Fucking, I got a uh, Wheatsville co-op right in front of my house. They sell that there. I thought the co-op was for... Uh, no, nah, the co-op's like the most expensive wannabe Whole Foods I've ever been to in my life. More expensive than Central Market? 
Uh, probably not. I don't no. even know. I don't even go to fucking grocery stores. I know so. you're fuck. Your your Uber tab is more than I make in a year, so I can't fucking. It is, it is quite IA. My I mean, my opinion on it is if if you don't have Uber Eats like on the map, you don't belong on the map. Like we should have a separate map for Uber Eats, and like if. If Uber Eats ain't there, I'm not going. There, you know, <laughs> that's true. I can't. Yeah, I feel like every time I'm with you is literally Uber Eats or Chilitos. I was just up in uh, Wisconsin. I'm surprised they have Uber Eats. Hey, that's like fucking straight up farmland up there. Yeah, yeah. But you went there a nice time. Summer, I heard, is pretty nice. Summer was nice. Yeah, yeah, I was on a very rich lake with a nice family. Yeah. That's when you were doing your little fucking wakeboarding or whatever that shit's called? Oh, the wake surf. Where everyone just fucking attacked me immediately. Yeah, like that was the easiest fucking thing in the world. I mean, Henry Gracie posted a video the same day looking like fucking the best wake yeah, surfer of all I time. I will say this. It's easy to wake surf when you just live by being a celebrity witness and fucking tearing <laughs> down the sport, you know? Like, he's you fucking do surfing. a few of those cases, you buy your own fucking boat. Yeah, he you know? bought the lake. No, he has his own fucking, he's like fixing the backpack and the fucking hoodie and you're fucking falling. So you just picked a bad day to post a fucking video. I swear he timed it. He was getting me back for attacking him yeah. over, the, uh, <laughs> over the court case, you know? Yeah, but you look good at that and you seem to have figured it out. I figured it out a little bit, you know, but we, it was, uh, I did it twice a day for, no, I did it once a day for four days. I went out twice a day, but you know, once is enough. Yeah. You know, like. I feel like you grew some respect for it because I feel like you've said some negative things about wake surfing. About it? Yeah. Nah, I just think, obviously, if I, if you have time to do that shit, how much time <laughs> do you have, you know? <laughs> we but, used to do, so the kids used to do a wakeboarding off the back of a jet ski and i remember right by where i used to do surf lifesaving the kid came off and immediately got eaten by a shark so it was like that activity was yeah, a wash yeah, you know? yeah. australia's we we everyone lives by the beach they go to the beach you guys got the, the lake, great we don't fuck with no lakes yeah fuck that yeah uh you guys have way too many scary animals underwater for me to. But that's to part that of the excitement of it you know that you're about to die by a shark Absolutely. like you go on a hike here and you see bear Footprints, what, are you going to turn around be a coward? You know, you get out there. I take my chances with a bear instead of a fucking shark, bro. Really? I think it'd be a little easier. You, if you swam in the ocean, you swam by plenty of sharks, you know? Probably. I'm from South Florida, so I'm sure. But great whites are something different. They don't have those down there. We have There's like, no great whites in Florida? Not South Florida. We got like tiger sharks. I know they have great whites in California. Tiger, but never... bull sharks. Yeah, but those are like aggressive or whatever. Great whites are just massive. You know, fuck that. No. That's your fear, just massive. No, I'm not. I'm not a fucking. At not, least it'll be. I'd rather a great white get me because it's over quick. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah. Bullshit. Guess yeah, it could take a while. Shake you around. When we landed bit. in Perth. The day we landed in Perth, um, it was the river mouth. I forget the name of the river, eh? But <coughs> we landed there. A girl saw dolphins. Fifteen-year-old girl jumps in the river mouth. Immediately, a bullshit bites her head off. She she saw a dolphin, or she thought it was a dolphin. She saw a, a pot of dolphins. Went to swim with them. Oh, immediately killed by ridiculous. a shark. Ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Why would a girl River want to swim? River mouse real dangerous. Dude, dolphins have known to like rape people and shit in the water. What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> You're the only cunt worried about being sexually assaulted hey, by a dolphin. A hey. fucking second smartest animal in the world, bro. Fuck, if, you, if there was a single mom dolphin out there, you would jump straight in, mate. If she has a fucking apartment and a car I can have, I'm fucking, I'm in with that dolphin. If there sure. was a nurse breed of fucking dolphin, eh? Hey. Yeah. Hey. Nah, there was that guy, uh... John Lilly or whatever that used to uh, take uh, ketamine and acid and try to communicate with dolphins. They'd fucking beat the dolphin off and stuff, do tons of weird shit with it. Eh? That's Same guy that invented the uh, flotation tank, I'm pretty sure. The fucking one that Joe raves about, the salt one? 
<laughs> I reckon if you're going to get in a float tank, you should have to beat off a dolphin to pay respect to the fucking creator, you know? I don't think I have. I'm that. not even joking. Look that up. That's fucking pretty weird. That's pretty weird. I don't know if I have the mental capacity to sit for an hour in a salt thing. But imagine hearing that story about how the float tank was created and being like, you know what? This guy's got some good ideas. Put me in the float tank, you know? I tried the float tank. I was like, what is this? Bro? You did it for an hour? I was in there for like 90 minutes. My neck started Damn, to hurt. I was like, what the fuck is this thing? You yeah, know? I've, uh, yeah I've, I've heard good things about it. I don't think I could bring myself to have the mental capacity to lay in there without a phone or without anything. Just lay there in silence. I probably want to drown myself. Yeah, I don't want to be alone with my thoughts. It's the same reason I don't do psychedelic <laughs> drugs. I don't want to think about the horrible things I've done in my life. Yeah. You know? I want to just ignore it and yeah, keep cruising. Just keep you know? cruising. Keep no, staying yeah. Work hard enough that you don't have to think like that. Yeah, I can't, can't, can't be fucked doing that for sure. But obviously, guys, we're going to end this podcast. Yeah, we would take a flotation take sponsor. And we would endorse it fully. <laughs> we would do anything for the right price. But that's it for tonight. That's it for the El Segundo podcast. I hope you fucking assholes appreciate it. It's 11.30. That's a late night for myself here. Yeah, it's definitely past your bedtime. Um, anything else you like? You want to shout out or anything before we get out of here? That's it. It'll be a while. Actually, we'll probably film one in Iceland. Probably film one in Iceland. We've got a good guest out there. We've got Giles. We'll try to say something that gets him in trouble in some capacity because he's very uncomfortable with politically incorrect statements, you know. 